Uh, I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. Coco, you can find the VIP area. It's easy. There's the one with the guys in the suits there. And standing there is a gentleman in a suit who very clearly is security. In front of him is another man that is actually wearing a security shirt, like big black shirt security, you know, the, the kind that it is. And the two of them are standing there with a little clipboard with a little list and a few people are walking by, but nobody seems to be going up or down. I have to go up the stairs into the VIP area and these guys are at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Then I just walk up to them and put on my most award-winning smile and, you know, tell them, hi, I am... Coco and I was invited to VIP. The guy in the security shirt's going to look back at the bouncer guy. He's going to reach up to his ear and he's going to say something into his sleeve. A moment will go by and then he will put his other hand on the security guy to push him to the side. The man in the suit, who is not the man that was out front in the suit, will lean in, tell you to go upstairs past the bar, feel free to grab a drink. You'll see another stairway that you can go up. There will be another person there. They are expecting you. Awesome. I just do my little wiggle when he's like, you know, allows me to pass. I do do a little low flutter and a little, little flutter and I go upstairs definitely to the bar first and usually in VIP, they also have, you know, like a snack table. So I might grab like a strawberry or something on the way by. Not, I'm not hungry, but like fresh fruit just looks so good. Absolutely. There are people that are dressed up. Let's make them a bunch of zombies as they walk around. And they have lady finger sandwiches and they have little cups that have putting a brownie on them with a little cookie in them so it looks like a little grave. And all those little hot dogs that have like a croissant wrap around them, but they're got a spot in the middle so they look like mummies. All of the good Halloween snack foods. And then you are presumably finding yourself at the other door where there's a man who's standing in front of just a little two-post velvet rope. He unhooks it and motions for you to go in. Like, he didn't even stop me or anything. I swear, I can't wait till this is my life. This is amazing. And from there, we'll cut over to Missy and Art having a discussion about how crowded Missy's head is. Well, so I am just saying, you know, if you have that many people inside your head, maybe you need to get out and get some fresh air in the night's time. That's... Were you not listening to me? It's what I just said I did, Art. And next thing you know, I got trapped in a four-way alley. 
Well, I am not allowed to talk about the freshman English books and classes, so I will not opine about the the four-way alley in the alleyways of your mind. So, you think somebody's messing with my mind? Da, I do think somebody is messing with your mind. Who would do that? The same kind of person who the Nosferatu at large would avoid by not coming here tonight. I have not seen one member of the Nosferatu tonight, and usually we will drop our cloaks and say hello, because we all have the high-neck cloaks, because this is the one night a year we are allowed to wear them. Unironically. You haven't seen any other ones? Not a one. Not even their handshakes. I had to install my own handshakes. Do you know how gauche that is? Her eyes are going to kind of squint up, look at him and say, isn't it kind of weird that they didn't give you the memo on that coming? No warning to you, Art, if there was an issue coming to this party? Well, we may be of the same clan, but we are not exactly members of the same family, you know? Hmm. Missy, while you are having this conversation... You're going to get the feeling of somebody looking at you and we'll notice the room as people start to part and pass and coming up to you quickly is a young woman, early twenties, little past shoulder, straight black hair on the shorter side. She is wearing the classic, like little black dress heels, but then there is spiked collars spiky bracelets extra belts and four inch platform boots coming out from underneath of the the dress she comes up to you excitedly and she is there fangs out you will recognize Raven but she comes up and she gives you one of those girl in a party hugs Uh, yeah that's a half effort back hi Hey, how are you? And she'll rub your back with the the half effort. How are are you? No, I'm talking to to Art. It's uh, it's a dead man's party. We could ask for more. Oh, you're gonna love what I found. Oh, and she's just gonna empty her pockets of all the baubles that she has liberated or found on the floor. Raven will look to Art and then look back at the cuts and baubles and be like, do you know this is Carol's, right? No, no, no. I haven't seen that. That bitch, yeah, I know. Ugh. <laughs> I haven't seen her all night. Well, she's lurking around somewhere, probably. Oh, of course she is. And the rafters just waiting to, I don't know. Art looks up. <laughs> there are rafters? <laughs> Why am I not there? <laughs> I was feeling batty for some reason. Now I know why. No, Carol's too good to, uh, you know, mill about with the common folk. She's probably somewhere in an ivory tower. See, Art, I read. Oh, you didn't mean about the... <laughs> She'll look over to Art. Hmm? Uh, 
she said ivory tower and ivory tower is a Camarilla. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if Missy meant that or not. No, no, Didn't think so. no. She was just happy. She had a literary reference and ha. Take that art. Totally missing the fact that you're an idiot. So this is a party and you guys are standing over here and she will grab onto Missy's arm and grab onto Art's arm. Start to pull you back towards the dance floor. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Come on. I'm going to be dragged like a dog who doesn't want to go home after being on a walk. Like, I'll flop on the floor if I have to. I'm not going on that dance floor. We'll watch. You go. Uh, Fine. Find Jimmy. He's somewhere out there, I'm sure. Yes, once the oldies come on, you will find him sweating to them. <laughs> she looks at Missy. I, I, I don't get it. Nobody does. Okay. <laughs> All right then. Well, I'm gonna go dance. Maybe find somebody good to eat, and then, uh, do you you like gasp when she mentions finding somebody to eat? I did because she's just makes it sound so easy, and like I can't because I'm not in my own territory. And I'm hungry still. And agitated. It's like, you know, if you come dance with me, we can uh, we can maybe split. Ah, she's going to look at Art and then back at Raven. Okay. Go go commit mischief. I will be right here going through your bubbles. Keep an eye on them and try not to steal any of them. Uh, technically, I would be rehoming them. All right, she will reluctantly go. On the dance floor for the the promise of maybe some something to alleviate the hunger. And you guys will begin to dance. But it won't take long before the two of you have attracted some attention. Which is when you look around and you see that Jimmy, the security guard, has made the subtle motions to try and catch your attention. I'm supposed to head to the VIP area? If you go over and talk to him, he'll mention that okay. Miss Jackson would like to see you up in the VIP area. All right, so Jimmy's going to head over. He goes to the bouncer to talk, figure that out. And then he's thinking for a second if he should bring someone with him to the VIP. And yes, he's going to go back to the dance floor grab the hand of the other fairy and bring her with him. She is all about it, ignoring the fact that even without your supernatural capabilities, she would all about going to the VIP area, but even more so, she's got her arm wrapped around yours and is just leaning into you like the entire way. And she is shooting gloating looks at everybody you pass. And it's just like, look what I got. Perfect. And yeah, Jimmy heads up to the uh, VIP area. I'm assuming there's no issues bringing someone? No, not for you. They all know who you are, even if... Exactly. But when you come in the room, you will see Carol. She is dressed... She is dressed in a long black dress that goes all the way to the floor and kind of spiderwebs out from her. She has her hair done up big and poofy with long 
strands that come down the sides. The front is very open and leaving most of the goods on display. She is dressed as though she is Elvira. When Jimmy sees Carol, he'll uh, say, Bitch and party, babe. She'll turn, and you'll see that the Red Fairy is in here now. And, Coco, you will see that Jade has come in with the weird old sweaty hot guy. I mean, he's not weird old or, I mean, me sweaty, obviously. He's just a hot guy. And I squeal and just jump up and give her a big hug. Like, because this is what I wanted all along. And obviously she wanted to be here, too. So. Carol will look from Jimmy to the two squealing mortals and yeah, just give a little bit of a nod. And a match set, I see. So it seems. So it seems. Jimmy, let me introduce you to my new friend. Coco, this is a good friend of mine, Jimmy. Jimmy, this is Coco, and you are... She turns to Jade, and Jade will introduce herself. We'll do the little handshakes. What do the two of you do? Well, I would sit back down and try and put myself in a position where Jade can sit next to me because super mega best friends and stuff. But if she wants to sit in Jimmy's lap or whatever, like I wouldn't stop her, obviously. Does Jimmy have all still on? Yes. Then she wants to sit in Jimmy's lap. Jimmy into that? Yeah, yeah, he's fine with it. Everybody has a seat. Coco was just showing me some of her more recent art that she's done that I asked her to look into. Oh, yeah? What was the art that you did? Tell me about it. Because I know that she's into, like, kind of community development and making the world a better place with her philanthropic endeavors. One of the sites that she had given me was kind of across the road from a daycare. So on that wall, I did like a community garden and it's more like at the bottom of the painting. It's the concrete and asphalt of the building. I kind of scuffed it up a little bit with like a hammer and stuff. That way it could look like it was breaking out. Like the art was breaking out of the concrete. Another one that I did that I really, really hope she likes was near this like skate shop. And it was my tag and it's like a skateboard style. It looks like it's on a skateboard, but it's melding into Coco, you know? You did a pretty good job. It was not as, it wasn't that other art you did on the wall by the community center that was to be made. But she's showing you some pictures and they are, they're pretty good art. Yeah, those look pretty awesome. You made those yourself. I did. I love painting and I just want to be an artist. So thank you. I'm, 
I'm so glad that you like them. Can I get a more in-depth description of what Coco looks like now that Jimmy's sitting in a room alone with her? Tonight, because I'm in costume, I normally have crazy hair, but it's we did everything together. So Jade helped me braid in this red and orange like into my braids. So I have these long red and orange fake hair braids. My face has um, really cool orange and red and yellow like makeup on my eyes, a little sparkle here and there, but I didn't want to overdo it. Red, red lipstick. And uh, then this super cool costume, probably looking maybe a little um, fired up now because, you know, it's a party. And of course, you know, she has the, the little rose necklace on and some dark green eyes. And as you guys have a little chat for a little while, I can't imagine this is the first time that Jimmy has fed with Carol. Yeah, probably not. Probably a few times before. Obviously, you guys know we're like, oh, you brought somebody up. Clearly, that would only be for one thing. And you and Carol have likely a practice routine in this. And when the drinks are brought out and the two girls are getting into it and everybody's having a little party up here, you guys will have a little nom. I imagine you're going to feed from Jade. That was a plan, yes. And after Carol comes back up from her own little feeding, she'll look to you and says, you have to try her, her enthusiasm, and it's just a little bit of something else she puts in there that just gives her a wonderful flavor. So Jimmy will have a taste. And she's going to come over and have a little sip off of the, the party favor that you brought. And you guys feed together, and it's a wonderful, cute thing. Jimmy, while your snack's up here, under the effects of the kiss and their little delirium, their little drugs, is there anything you want to say to Carol in private? So, uh, babe, I got that uh, painting you were looking for. Yeah? That's good to hear. That was quick. Yeah, there was uh, something else with it, which I think you were probably wanting instead. Well, yeah, but wanted to keep you safe. So if you didn't know what it was there, then you couldn't have to lie to anybody. Right, right. Makes sense. Uh, I didn't bring it. Didn't really have the uh, outfit for it. No, that's good. There's a lot of, and she'll look over the the side to where the dance floor and everybody else is. There's so many eyes and ears. Right. Yeah, I'll... Uh... You want to come pick it up, or should I drop it off somewhere? I can send one of my men by to pick it up. Oh, three days from now? Three nights? Yeah, sure. Wonderful. And she'll look over to Coco, who's passed out on the little couches there. You know, I'm thinking of keeping her. Like ghouling her? Yeah, maybe... She reminds me 
of where where I got started. Not as good as me, obviously, but you know, time. Yeah, no one's as good as you. She'll smile, and if she could blush, she would. And then you will hear a bit of a muffled commotion from outside, down below you guys. Downstairs in the dance room, Art, you're going to hear the sounds of what starts off as some angry words that get into yelling, and you will notice that security guards are moving, and other people are also responding. Will I have any of my handshakes near the commotion? If not, I'm whipping out my cell phone. I'm going to go take a video of it. Just like everybody else? I will upload it to World Star Hip Hop. Oh, you can whip out your phone and pull over here, and you will be able to get a, a good view of things. Recording, you see a man in a very nice suit with a little bit of a three-day beard, and he is arguing very loudly and swearing and cursing out some other man. You will be able to tell that the man who is very clearly agitated and angry is Kindred, and that the other person is not. The mortal is getting back in the Kindred's face, and it eventually escalates to blows, wherein the Kindred punches the dude in the jaw, and you will see that his neck just snaps. His whole body twists in the air, lands, and his head is in mostly the wrong direction, and he is laying there dead. Uh, that's not going to end well. No, because all the people around you start to freak out and scream bloody murder. I will text Missy. Time to go. Missy, you will hear people yelling and screaming. Raven will also hear it, and she'll look around like, the fuck's going on? I assume the phone goes off and uh, see that. Probably grab Raven's hand and head for uh, nearest exit and get out. I am going to pick up my handshakes during the chaos. Are you being sneaky? Are you going invisible? Are you doing anything? Uh, I will go invisible. And because you are unseen, you will be able to linger around and pick them up pretty easily. Jimmy, you will see Carol looking out the window and looking down over from her little VIP office section. And she is looking at a place where a circle of people has formed and a bunch of security guards are coming through. What are you doing with your two passed out mortals in this room. Does Jimmy see the crowd? I imagine there's a, a big open area where somebody from the the VIP room can just look out over the entire dance floor and lower area. Would Jimmy have a chance of knowing who the kindred was, or if he can try and spot the kindred or something? You will notice that that is Brady Kelly that just murdered that guy. Brady, Brady Kelly. And he is currently 
wrestling with some security guards because they're trying to restrain him to break up a fight. Not really thinking maybe the dude's just knocked out, but they're not having a good time of it because he is super strong. Does Jimmy also happen to notice the next snap? You can definitely see that that dude is dead. Like you didn't, I don't think you saw the, the actual punch that did it, but I mean, with six successes, you, you could have. So a, uh, slight smirk might show up on Jimmy's face as there's now a fall guy. Snap neck here, snap neck in the mall. That seems good enough for now. Or at least leading somewhere. Carol will look over to you, see the smile on your face. She has a similar smile on her face. Oh, you excited to see something happen? Well, this is going to be a very interesting situation, isn't it? Considering that somebody just broke the rules on my turf. Oh, yes. Now... Something that is also interesting. I've seen a neck snap like that recently. And being fed on, on my turf without any of our permission. It looked very similar. I'm not sure if it's the same person. Oh, really? And she smiles at you conspiratorially. Yes, really. He's, um... He's a, um... What's the word? A fledgling, and he's supposed to be uh, brought as a proper kindred on Halloween, isn't he? That was the plan. We'll see how things go now. Indeed. So, your uh, friend there, you're thinking of making her a fledgling, perhaps? Maybe you could steal the slot. Coco, you hear the man that you come to know as Jimmy, as you were introduced, talking about things like fledglings and something along those lines. It's a little foggy, but you're you're coming around and you're hearing conversation that is directed in your direction. I don't know what any of that means, but did he just call my friend a slut? Carol will turn around and look at you and look at Jimmy. He's like, well... Well, this is awkward. Will you do the honors? Looks at Carol quizzically. She holds forward two fingers on her hand and just kind of waves it. Holds two fingers on her hand and kind of waves it. It's the Jedi mind trick. Oh, yes. Jimmy goes up to Coco. Crouches down next to Coco and goes like, hand in front of her face, forget. And just that simple and easily, her eyes glaze for a minute and she sits there and Coco, the last few minutes are taken away from you. And you kind of come to and you're looking right into Jimmy's beautiful eyes. Jimmy holds out his hand to help her up. Uh, are you okay? You kind of fell. Oh, my bad. I did not mean to get so, I don't know, fired up tonight. Thank you. I just, like, check myself and pat down 
to see that everything is kind of in place. I'm not bleeding or anything, right? Like I didn't like crack my head. No, you're fine. You're maybe a little, I wouldn't say tipsy, but you're probably also a little tipsy from all of the drinking, but nothing seems amiss. Then deep red blush uh, and asked to excuse myself to the ladies room so I can just, you know, take some of my medicine and just see if I look okay. Carol will nod to you if you want to go. Oh, yeah. But, like, I totally am going to try and come back. They will let you back for the rest of the evening. Meanwhile, Raven and Missy are outside. Are you guys doing anything while you're out there, or are you just trying to disappear into the commotion? Trying to disappear a bit, but I want to make sure that Art and Jimmy are okay, so maybe getting to a a safe spot, but then kind of waiting to see what happens next. Sure, so you guys will go around the corner of the building, and then... You have a text from Art that says, watch out for alleys. LOL. LOL. Yeah, she's just going to see that text and just shove the phone back in her hoodie. Ignore it. But she'll look to Raven and ask, did you see what, what happened? I didn't see it, but I don't know. Oh, hold on. She'll sit outside. It's like, hey. And she'll wave somebody over. And over will come Elizabeth. She's the deputy that's you saw here earlier. Uh, she's live about five three. She does have white hair, and she is teen wolfing it. You know, a little bit of extra fake fur coming out of from underneath the sleeves of her outfit, out of the the pants and that kind of stuff. She has a Clip on dog tail going on. Mm-hmm. She nods to both of you because she obviously knows who you are. And asks, you know, what's what's going on? Raven will ask her, it's like, did you see what happened? Says, I didn't see it, but from the sounds of things, there was a fight and somebody might be dead. Missy's going to kind of keep looking at her, like trying to, figure out, is this the same person I followed out before? You don't think so. You don't get the same kind of feeling. She's not dressed the same. She's not She's not the same build, the same height. You don't think that it's the same person. She, no, she didn't kill anybody, so apparently she's she's okay. She's not in trouble. I should pull on uh, Raven's hand to let's walk away then. I just don't want to be around this person. It's a little unsettling given what's happened. I, it may not be the same person, but it's just a little unsettling. Yeah, we should probably make ourselves scarce. Uh, I do know that he apparently got free of the security guards, which doesn't surprise me given his his talents and whatnot, but we will... It's going to be a lot of paperwork. Raven kind of winces at that and like, well, you enjoy that. We're going to go get a bite. 
Elizabeth crosses her arms and doesn't look very pleased at that statement, given the surroundings, but she doesn't stop you. No, I think a bite sounds good. Yeah, let's let's go do that. What is your plan to get something to eat? Well, see, that depends on how she prefers to feed. Depending on how she feeds, if she's willing to do the thing and then I can just, she said split, we could do that. You would know that Raven is more of a, I guess to use the terms in the book, she is more of a siren. She enjoys using Tinder to set up dates and then just, you know, having a bite. I would just let her find the meal, have her part first, and then when they're out of it, that's probably when I would most prefer. She's able to to go through her means and find some people who also just left out of a club and meet up for, you know, post-evening drinks, even though it's kind of early with the events that went down. But what are you going to do? Catch them bar hopping. The one that Raven picks for herself, she'll, you know, do whatever the talk. But the other guy, he's like, "Are you are you sure you're really 21 that you can drink?" <laughs> does it does it matter? Like, are you are you going to card me right now? Uh, I and he holds his hands up in a defensive manner. He's like, "Look, I just." I just need to make sure I'm not getting in any trouble here. You know, you're cool. You're how to dig your style. Um, I, I, you'll be fine. Gotta look at Raven like, ah, so much trouble. She's got her arm locked into the other guy's arm and is just laughing at something stupid that he said. Oh, guys, she's cool. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Let's, you said we're going to the next bar. She starts pulling them in that direction. These guys stand no chance because she is way stronger than they are. Mm-hmm. And you will be able to feed your two that you are looking to feed. I do. Jimmy, do you hang around to talk to Carol some more, or do you beat feet to go meet with everybody else? No, I think he kind of asks Carol if if she wants him to stick around or... Oh, it's up to you, honey. Whatever you want to do. Hmm. Yeah, I'll stick around if you don't mind. I'd like to see how things play out. There are all kinds of things to play out. Well, we have two guests here. We wouldn't want them to feel unwelcome. So, And about that time, Coco comes back in the room and Jade is waking up and kind of coming out of her little days. I just sit right back where I was and kind of start gushing um, about this is just the most amazing party. Like, thank you so, so much for having me here. Um, And Carol, your outfit is amazing. I just, I love it. I'm basically nervous talking at this point. Carol looks over to Jimmy and gives a smile and then looks back over to Coco and Jade and just camera pans out on a big toothy grin. 
during the break, Jimmy in, uh, informed me that his intention was to insult Mr. Cohen. Because fuck that guy. Yep. Do you want to roll me... Uh, were you trying to be intimidating? Were you just trying to get him to do something? Or what was your... What was your I goal was there? trying to drop rumors. Well, not really rumors, because it's facts. So that he wants to spread the message of there was a killing in, on the turf that... um, On Jimmy's turf. Like, in the mall. That was a vampire. Okay. So insulting him to try and make it so he has a thing to gossip about. Do you and also falls under intimidation or subterfuge or persuasion or where do you think that falls? I think it falls either persuasion or no, not persuasion. It's definitely more subterfuge because he's trying to be subtle about it. Sure. Do you want to do uh, manipulation and subterfuge since you were trying to manipulate him? And let me roll quick. So you won't get your presence dice on him. Oh, I'm totally going to fail at this. One success. I can't even get it higher. Well, you could willpower to reroll the the two. Two, yeah, but that was not his resist roll against your your roll. That because all oh, right. Um, because if he had rolled garbage on that, then he you would get bonus dice from presence. All right, so three hits. So three. Okay. Well, he is clearly insulted by what you're insinuating and does not seem very excited about the idea of uh, what you're telling him. Almost assuredly, he is going to to make a stink of this somewhere. Good, good. And now back to where we were before things got weird. Do you know the awkward white guy dance where you just kind of Step side to side. <laughs> I know. I tell you what. Roll your dexterity with an extra die because Raven will help you because she'll. Uh, My dexterity with an extra die. Yeah, because you don't have any performance or. Okay. I do not. But if she can make me look good. I did better than Coco, I guess. You didn't have Who wings then, you know. But she <laughs> does have wings. I do have wings. She Mine has the right wings, right? Yeah. Mine weren't homemade. Mine were bought, which is probably why they <sighs> were better. Right. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thrown shade. Worked so hard on that. You know what? I, so I, hard. I and it looks like it. It looks amazing. It looks like I just <laughs> can't dance. Okay? Like, that's fine. It's There's a lot of people huh. in here. I know. Performance you anxiety. It's okay. Definitely um, that. <laughs> but when you come in the room, you will see Carol. She is dressed in a long black dress that goes all the way to the floor and kind of spiderwebs out from her. She has her hair done up big and poofy with long strands that come down the sides. The front is very open and leaving most of the goods on display. She is dressed as though she is Elvira. Alright, picture. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I thought you were going to say the Adams family mother. Morticia? Yeah. Uh, Mort- Morticia was on the list of options, but, um, 
Morticia has more class than Elvira does. Elvira is a pop star. I respect her very much. But Morticia Adams is more of a refined taste. I see. 